Hawkeye Self Storage in Danville has electricity hookups, 14-foot-tall doors, and 60-foot drive lanes, private bays, interior and exterior lighting with 24-7 access gated entry. They also feature indoor RV and boat storage with multiple locations in Danville and one in Pittsburgh. More information can be found by calling their phone number at 317-745-2700 or by going to their website, hawkeyestorageunits.com. This is Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger. Alan is a Hendricks County native that talks with your favorite entertainers. This is where Alan hangs out with music royalty. Sights and Sounds is sponsored by Hawkeye Storage in Danville. And now your host, Alan Kiger. This is Sights and Sounds. I'm your host, Alan Kiger, and my guest today is Brian Greenway of April Wine. Brian, how's your day going? good so far it's saturday it's sunny it's uh my birthday tomorrow hey life's good well happy early birthday oh thank you was something this wasn't on my question list until it popped up on my facebook feed last night congratulations on your new award april wine was inducted into the canada walk of fame oh thank you so much that was that was a fun event to be at that's pretty cool. It was, uh, it was and it uh, was another uh, dozen of our uh, my friends and other bands. All the bands from that era were all inducted at the same time, so we were all all together. It was kind of fun. That is really really neat. Well, Brian April Wine is a multi platinum band that started making. I'm I'm going to call it mid seventies. I might be off a year or so, and you guys are still out rocking and still putting on yes. shows. Uh, What's the, what's the, well, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, we, 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 I don't want to stop. I love doing this. Well, that was kind of my thing. What, what drives you guys to continue to want to go out there and tour? Because I know, I know that's not an easy life. Uh, the play part is easy. The staying in the hotels is uh, usually not bad. It's the airports, (laughs) the lineup center are the killer. (laughs) I can I can understand yeah. that. Now you guys had yeah, a lot, and I hear we go might ahead. have a big one coming up in a few weeks. If uh, if the government shuts down, it could affect uh, our wait times at airports. Oh yeah, that's going to come up at I think midnight tonight, eleven fifty nine fifty nine. So, oh boy, I was I'm not out looking forward to it. I was out with a friend last night seeing a band, and he he works for Customs, and he's like, I I might be out of work come come midnight and I said well wow. you know you need you know because they hold their paychecks you know when it all sets back going he goes oh no I'll be okay yeah so yeah well April Wine has had a yeah, lot I, lot of hits uh, that I that I can just call off the top of my head that we play on our radio station uh, just between you and me Roller Sign of the Gypsy Queen I Like to Rock now when I met you you told me you wrote a song and I was I can't find my records i got married and moved about six months ago and i've been hunting my record collection and i don't so i don't know where they're where they're at so i couldn't go through there and see which songs you had written and you told me one of them but i can't remember yeah there's one called before the dawn from the uh uh harder faster album and another one from first glance album called right down to it oh i know that one i know that one yeah that's that's on one of the records i have 
So, all right. It's something else I want to give you kind of some, the listeners, a little bit about you guys. We talked about just getting inducted in the Canadian Walk of Fame, but you've also, the band has been inducted into the Canadian Music Industry Hall of Fame and awarded a Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, April Wine was inducted into the East Coast Music Hall of Fame and inducted into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. These are pretty impressive awards. What do awards mean for you or for the band? Well, it's an acknowledgement of uh, the industry that uh, you know they they, they like you and and uh, they're, they're acknowledging your success and and uh, and it, for for us it's uh, you know it, it's proving we left a mark our mark on, on on the world you know it's when when we all depart which we all do you know it's uh, it, it's. Our records will be played well long after we're dead, I hope, you know, and then that's the longevity that we'll always have. When you're writing a song or when you're a band performing, do you ever think about the impact those songs are going to have on people's lives? Somebody met their wife, somebody went, you know, running around with their best friend, they heard it one night at a party, and it's became, you know, a soundtrack to their life, stuff that people still listen to. The longer we do this, uh, the more stories we get about that, especially between uh, the, between just you, uh, just between you and me. Uh, so many people had that at their wedding, or they 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 they, they first date, or whatever, and uh, and it's years later then then they tell us, you know, that happened back in the day when uh, you know now we've been married for twenty, thirty years, and wow, you know, it's it's it's, it's interesting to have that impact on people's lives. You don't know it. You know, and, and they don't know the impact that they've had on your life by being a fan and, and supporting you. That that is, real, I, I can't imagine that feeling, but it's got to feel very good. Well, Brian, yeah, I, it's it's nice. It's it, it, it's it's a nice feeling that you've done your job right. You know. Yes, you have. It's it's not something. It's just not something to set out to do because you can't sit down and write a hit record. Hit records are made by people that that want to listen to it over and over again. Well, Brian, I want to let the listeners know, if you haven't seen April Wine, April Wine's going to be in Lincoln Square Theater in Decatur, Illinois, October 15th. Brian, do you mind telling the listeners a little bit, a little bit about what they would be seeing at an April Wine show? Well, yeah, it's the songs from uh, Harder Faster, First Glass, Nature of the Beast, uh, some uh, earlier albums that we've done from... Uh, Back in the seventies, uh, uh, rock song. It's it's uh, it, it's a night of of good feelings, and uh, you'll, you'll hopefully be on your feet with a smile on your face. I like hearing that. Now, when I went to your website, I think the shows go through October or into the first of November. I can't remember exactly. But are there plans for April Wine to tour in twenty twenty four? And if there is, you know, are you coming back to America and doing a lot of shows? Well, I hope so. Uh, the show's coming in now. I know we have uh, some Canadian shows booked starting in January, and in March we have the uh, the Monsters of Rock cruise uh, oh, cool. with a whole bunch of people that uh, stops in Nassau and uh, Jamaica. Uh, it's 5,000 people on a huge ship that... Uh, It'll be, I think, Steve Vai and Extreme and, and a whole bunch of other people on that boat for, for like six days, and which which will play, I think, three or four shows. It's We were on one of them once, and uh, it, it's a real event. 
<laughs> a ship full of rockers, you know. It's like a big, a big concert hall at sea. It sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like something I need to do one of these days. Just break down and go on a cruise. I haven't, I haven't ventured out to do that yet. Well, if you, I mean, there's. I've been on one cruise with my wife on, you know, just a regular cruise ship. But the rock cruises or the blues cruise that John Bonamassa does or the bosses of rock cruise, that that's something else. That, that that's not uh, anybody on that ship is there to hear music, not to sit in the sun and gamble or or play bingo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean just getting out there in the water. It kind of gives me gives me a little anxiety. So I, I would rather listen to the music than look out at the water out in the middle of the ocean. So. Yeah, I take so I put a patch on my ear because I if the rotter gets a little rough, I can get seasick. But uh, that, that works for me. Well, Brian, I'm going to ask you some just some fun questions to let the listeners know about maybe you as a person. Um, when did you join the band, and what were your goals when you joined the band? Well, I joined the band in May of 1977. And uh, I'd known them uh, all before then. In fact, the bass player in the band, I'd played with two other bands with previously over the last uh, 10 years. And uh, I was brought in for the summer tour with hopefully if it worked out well, I would stay in the band. So my immediate goal was to be really good and <laughs> stay in the band come the fall. And I, and I did. So that was, what, 46 years ago? Well, I, I guess you passed the audition. I did, yeah. At least I, so far. So far. Uh, Brian, name a place you would like to go, but you've never been. And that could be touring. It could be personal, you know, vacation with you and your wife, wherever, whatever that is. Wow. Uh, I've been so many places that I like. I like to go to, I like to go to New Zealand. Well, that sounds very nice. I went nice. to Australia once, and I really like that. And uh, I've met some people from New Zealand, Kiwis, I think they call them. I've been to Europe, been to Scotland. Uh, I'd love to go to Ireland. I've never been there. Okay. Well, those are good answers. Now, you, you mentioned on a cruise with your wife, so I'm going to assume that you're still married. And yes. if, if so, okay, where did you guys go on your honeymoon? Where did we go on our honeymoon? Uh, we went to a, a nice resort uh, close to home here just for a couple of days because uh, we were both still working and it was our third marriage or her second marriage, my third. So it wasn't really, uh, you know, the first honeymoon anywhere. <laughs> and, and, but we celebrate our, our anniversary every month, you know, like the 17th of uh, every month is our mini anniversary because we're so happy that we, we found each other after all these years. Well, how how long? We've been we're married for 10 and, and together for 20. Uh, basically, I, we're childhood sweethearts that met in 1985 and should have got together then, but didn't until 2003. Well, sometimes God has a way of just working things to, in an odd way. We learn a lot of lessons down the road, so maybe you appreciate her more and she appreciates you more. And I'm on my third marriage, and exactly. I'm thrilled. And, and, and back then, I was a bit of a tough case because I was leading the lifestyle of the on-the-road rock band guy. <laughs> Everything was still a party, so I don't think it would have lasted long because she's not like that. Well, that was the 70s and the 80s, and everything was bigger, and more of it meant better at that time. 
So, <laughs> so we think <laughs> she got me to stop drinking eight years ago, and I wish she had done that 18 years ago because I feel great. That's something I've noticed with all the bands that are out there that I interview. You keyed in on something. When you go see them in concert, you know, a lot of these bands I saw when I was younger, uh, and they put on good shows. They were usually in an arena-type setting. But it seems to me everybody's thrilled to be out there doing it. Everybody's quit the drugs. People don't drink or they just, you know, have a drink. And it seems like they're better musicians and better singers and they're just, they've honed their skills and just blessed to be out there playing. Do you feel that same thing? Oh, yeah. You're not beating your body apart with anything you put in it. And thank God we survived to do it. And alcohol, drugs, it, it takes its toll on your physicalness and, and your voice. And uh, you can't do it. You might think you can, but you can't. I know when I quit, our drummer said, uh, uh, you know, your timing is so much better now. Well, good. Who were your musical influences growing up? Well, I mean, we all wanted to be the Beatles when they first came out. That's what really got me going. <laughs> but then I, I quickly switched to, in, in, in 1968, I, I, I heard Eric Clapton with uh, John Mayall and Cream for the first time, and I got very heavily into blues with Paul Butterfield and John Mayall, and, and then I got into Procol Harum and uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix, of course. I went and saw him in 68. Uh, very cool. That was so amazing. This third-row center, just, just wow, just <laughs> that's amazing oh, man. <laughs> yeah that, 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 those are the type of people uh, I wasn't into Zeppelin so much until you know like everybody else was at the time until years later okay. I, was, I was more into, into the blues not into, into rock I, I love it all but there's something about the blues that, that just gets my heart every time it just something yeah. something about that the way it feels just just changes you well, that is, it's a feeling. Another band I got into, maybe because of my love of classical music, was Procol Harum. I really, really got into them for a long time. Very neat. Well, Brian, There's, what are your hobbies? Yeah. Well, <laughs> at one point I was into flight simulation, but it's taken up so much of my time. I, when my computer broke down, I, uh, I would recreate where I'd been, you know, just for the fun of it because I was a little afraid of flying at one point and this cured it. Then I said, now nah, my time could be better spent. So I set up a little studio and I just come downstairs and, and just noodle and practice and, and come up with some new ideas, put some thoughts down on demos. And, and that's, that's what, that's, that's my hobby now. Well, that's, that's cool. And that I'm going to kind of got to remember to take that question out here in a minute does April Wine, are you guys working on any new music, any new album that we might see in 2024 or 2025? Or later. Or later? <laughs> uh, we, uh, <laughs> I know that we're working on a single, uh, uh, but it's, it's really difficult to get it, everybody together and studio time uh, with everybody apart and, and all the shows we've been doing. Because we're just not taking any time off like we used to. We used to take the winters off. Now we don't. Okay. So we're working 12 months a year. And uh, and, and, and we really want to make up for lost time, you know, for, from COVID. Everybody's just raring to go again like we were when we were kids, you know. This is the best time I think there's ever been to see live music is right now. Every band is out there doing exactly what you just said, working double time. Yep. And happy to and happy to be doing it, you know. Yes, everybody seems happier. Everybody seems thrilled. The audience is happier. 
People, you know, when you go to see a show and you're sitting in the stands, I, I watch, I go see a lot of shows. People are genuinely thrilled to be out and enjoying live music and enjoying the person they're sitting next to, meeting new friends and seeing them at the next show. Yeah, well, well, COVID gave us an example of what life would be like without music, you know, with especially live music. Yes, it did. It's not, uh, a, not a way to live. It, 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 it's a language. It's, it's a feeling. It's, it's, it's universal. It's, it can be so many things to so many different people, you know. Well, Brian, I've got another couple questions here on this thing. What would you have done for a career had you not chosen music? Well, that's a good one. <laughs> I, uh, um, I know the jobs that I had in between being a musician were driving a forklift truck or being in an office doing inventory control in a warehouse. I probably would have been in a company uh, doing uh, warehousing uh, uh, like my, my stepson is with Rolls-Royce Canada. Uh, I had a real love for aviation, and I got involved in with a friend of mine doing avionics work in helicopters and small aircraft at one point. That was fun. I'd probably be in that. That's, that's cool. Okay. Brian, is there any charities that you or April Wine as a band like to support? Myself, I like the Children's Make a Wish Foundation, and uh, April Wine was supporting uh, diabetes because uh, uh, Miles has diabetes, so we were supporting that. Okay, very neat, Brian. Back to regular band questions. Well, I just I gotta flip that one over. I, I gotta flip two of them over. I asked you two questions, or we answered them in the middle of of doing this. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, when you say you've got a, a single that you're working on, is there any time plan on when that might be out? Well, we were hoping it was going to be ready for the spring, and that didn't happen. So uh, we haven't had anything on it since then because we've been out working. So uh, your guess is as good as mine, I think. Okay. Well, that's that's one of the questions. Brian, I want to tell the listeners again that April Wine will be – in the Lincoln Square Theater, Decatur, Illinois, October 15th. And listeners, I want to make sure you get out there. And I got to tell this story. You know, when we met you, we were on our way to Missouri for a wedding. We were actually going to the same town that you guys were going to for a band, for a, a concert that night with Aldo Nova. And we had left our dress clothes at the airport. We had rented a car to drive out there because I didn't want to drive mine all the way to where we were going. And we got all the way to Brazil, Indiana, had to turn around, drive back to the airport. And my wife's like, you're not mad. And I said, no, you know, there's a reason why we're turning around and going back. I don't know if we're missing a crash. I said, we'll never know, but there's a reason we're going back. We went back, got in my car, got the clothes, drove back. We were going to eat in Effingham, Illinois, and decided let's just stop at McDonald's in Terre Haute and grab us a breakfast sandwich. And lo and behold, you guys walk in the door and listeners, if you don't know, bands just carry themselves different. First of all, it's early in the morning, so they're usually asleep. But I knew I recognized you, but I couldn't place who you were. So when I asked you... The musician T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and your other guy had on a PRS hat, but I recognized your face, but I couldn't figure out who it was. 
Um, and then we met you guys there, and I, I asked you to do an interview. So when we got back in the car, I said, well, that's the reason why we left our clothes. You know, accidents don't just happen. They are orchestrated. So I, I just kind of like that as a little neat little story to let the listeners know of how we bumped into each other. It is, and from your description of where you went and where you met us, because like, we were just on the highway. I had no idea we were in Terre Haute or yeah, it just and, and we had no plans to stop there and eat. So and, and had I neither did we. We just said, okay, let's pull in. You know, here, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what we did. So, well, Brian, I want to say thanks so much for taking the time to be our guest here on Sights and Sounds. We play a lot of your music on WYRZ ninety-eight point nine FM. Uh, it's always great to meet. Uh, um, I would want to call you a musical legend. April Wine's been around a long time. Put out a lot of hits. You guys are staples on classic rock radio. Um, you've touched a lot of hearts, and I want to say thanks for taking your time to to be my guest on Sights and Sounds. Well, you're welcome, Al. I'm glad this all came together. You know, from a, who who knows what happens? They like from a, just to stop for a coffee. Exactly, Brian. Thank you so much. Greatly appreciate it. You're welcome. You have a good one. You too. You've been listening to Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger. Sponsored by Hawkeye Storage in Danville. And don't forget, if you miss a broadcast, you can hear the podcast at sightsandsoundspromotions.com, where Alan hangs out with music royalty. Hawkeye Self Storage in Danville has electricity hookups, 14-foot tall doors, and 60-foot drive lanes, private bays, interior and exterior lighting with 24-7 access gated entry. They also feature indoor RV and boat storage with multiple locations in Danville and one in Pittsburgh. More information can be found by calling their phone number at 317-745-2700 or by going to their website, hawkeyestorageunits.com.